Welcome fellow horror hounds and welcome to the latest episode of Talk and Stalk, your unholy home for horror. I'm your host as always, Barry, and today's podcast I'm really just going to be ranking and talking about quite briefly each film, because there's quite a few films to get through, my top 10 horror movies of the 1960s. Uh, this is very much kind of a companion piece. Quite recently, I did a podcast listing my top 10 70s horror films. So I just thought I'd follow it up with this. Now, I actually think the 60s was actually a, a great decade for horror. The 70s is probably my all-time favourite decade for horror. Uh, very, very closely followed by the 80s. But the 60s actually does contain some of my favourite horror movies of all time. So uh, now there's going to be some honourable mentions. I'll admit I've not seen every horror film from the 60s. There's a few classics out there that I'm actually ashamed to admit I haven't seen. The likes of Mask of the Red Death, uh, released in 64, directed by Roger Corman. Uh, the Devil Rides Out, released in 68, courtesy of Terence Fisher, of course, a long-time Hammer director. Uh, from what I've heard, these are two very much classics of the genre. I'm just ashamed to admit I haven't seen. Now, once I've watched them, there is a possibility they could make it within the top 10. So I can only base this on the films that I've seen, of course. Um, some honourable mentions, uh, Michael Powell's 1960 Peeping Tom didn't quite get in my top 10. Uh, Village of the Damned as well. Um, also, uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane released in 62. I'm not sure if I classify it as a horror movie per se. It's certainly more a psychological thriller to me, but it's a great movie. And if it was, if I, if I did actually classify it as a horror movie, then I think it would probably be in the top 10. So yeah, uh, gonna get this kicked off now. At number 10 for me is The Innocents, released in 61. Uh, to me, this is one of the greatest ghost movies of all time. Um, I love the atmosphere, the very gothic atmosphere. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of black and white that I've talked about before. This film is obviously an adaptation of uh, The Turn of the Screw, which is, you know, one of the greatest ghost stories ever told. Um, it's, a, it's a great ghost movie, and it's a film that certainly has a very psychological component to it as well. Um, so, yeah, The Innocents. Now, in the ninth spot is... Another ghost movie, The Haunting, released in 63, uh, directed by Robert Wise. Uh, this is, to me, kind of like the archetypal haunted house movie. Um, I'm sure that, you know, a lot of people would probably look at it now and say it's really dated, there's nothing scary about this or whatever. But certainly for its time, you know, I think this was a really effective movie. You know, no CG or anything like that. Um, you know, it's just a really good haunted house film that, again, has a great sense of atmosphere. Uh, less said about the 99 remake, The Better, which I really don't like. Um, it's basically just a CG fest. Um, so, yeah, but The Haunting, one of my favourite haunted house movies of all time. Now, in the eighth spot is Carnival of Souls, released in 62. Uh, to me, th this is very much a cult classic. Carnival of Souls is a film that received very little attention when it came out. But over the years, it certainly has a master cult following. Um, I love, again, black and white, very low budget. 
Um, you know, it's a film that has a definite Twilight Zone aesthetic to it, and that's what I love. It basically feels like an extended episode of the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone being my all-time favourite TV series. Um, I've actually just ordered it on Blu-ray, and I'm really looking forward to getting the complete collection tomorrow. Um, so yeah, Carnival of Souls, it, you know, it's creepy. Um, I re again, it has a remake that almost has no connection whatsoever to the original. Less said about that film, the better. Um, so yeah. Now in the seventh spot is a film that I will admit I only watched for the first time a few months ago. And it, again, it was released in 1960 and it's called City of the Dead. I'd heard of it. Um, I, I do actually plan on purchasing it on Blu-ray. I absolutely love the atmosphere in this film. Again, black and white. Um, I, I find that black and white has a real kind of purity to it. And City of the Dead, I think, is a great example of the genre. Uh, but it's one that probably doesn't really get talked about that much. It has an alternate title, actually, which is actually escaping me at this present point in time. Um, it stars the legend, the icon that is Christopher Lee. Um, as I said, just a great atmosphere to this film. And it takes, I won't go into spoilers in case people out there haven't seen it, um, but it, it, there's another movie that came out in the same year that it follows a similar path to without actually going into it. But this movie actually started production before the other movie. So yeah, City of the Dead, highly recommend very quickly upon watching it, became one of my favourite horror films of the 60s. Now, in sixth place now, is one of my favourite Hitchcock's films, The Birds, released in 63. Uh, to me, this is one of my personal favourite Hitchcock movies. This was Hitchcock doing horror, doing all-out horror. Now, there's obviously, there's another film on the list that I'm going to get to shortly. I'm, I'm sure everyone's already probably worked out what it is. Uh, but the birds is, you know, it's a great creature feature, you know, basically taking what is, you know, tr traditionally an innocent creature and, you know, putting a dark twist on it. You know, birds are attacking humans. It stars Tippi Hedren, um, of course, Rod Taylor and a very young Veronica Cartwright. Uh, this is a great film. And again, we, we never get an explanation as to why the birds are doing this. The whole kind of like less is more in that. Um, the fact that we don't know makes it kind of scary in itself, in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, one of my personal favourite Hitchcock movies. Now, in fifth place is my all-time favourite Giallo, and that is Blood and Black Lace, released in 64. Um, Mario Bava essentially created the first, what's very often touted as being the first true Giallo with with uh, The Girl Who Knew Too Much, released in 63. But the following year, he directed what my personal favourite Barber film. Blood and Black Lace is very Hitchcockian, absolutely beautiful to look at. It's got a very sultry, very, um, you know, seductive score. It's a whodunit. It has twists. It has turns. It has some effective set pieces. Uh, Blood and Black Lace is, as I said, my all-time favourite giallo um, and one of my favourite horror films of the 60s. Again, with giallo, they're more akin to being thrillers. I get that. Like with some of Argento's films and Sergio Martino's, they fall within that kind of horror slash thriller category. But for the sake of the podcast, 
Um, I, I just had to talk about this film. Um, yeah, Blood and Black Lace. Now, number four is, to me, one of my favourite psychological horror films of all time. This was the first of what Polanski called his apartment trilogy, and this is Repulsion. Um, a movie like this, I think, is very much an acquired taste. It's a very slow-burning character study about a woman's descent into madness. Um, but I absolutely love this film. Um, I feel like there's a great sense of atmosphere. Um, you know, it's a film that managed, I think I'm pretty certain that George A. Romero actually took a moment for, for Day of the Dead um, and actually took it from this movie and certainly inspired. I'm not sure if that is the case, but there's actually a scene that is quite similar. Uh, this is just a great psychological horror film, in my opinion. But as I said, it's one of those movies that probably isn't for everyone. You know, it, it, it's devoid of jump scares or anything like that. It's about watching a woman's descent into madness, uh, played by the beautiful Catherine Deneuve. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. So, yeah. Now we're on to my top three. Now, in third place is another Polanski film. Rosemary's Baby, released in 1968. Uh, many people would regard this as one of his best, if not his best. Um, I absolutely love The Tenant as well, another psychological horror film that was actually released in the 70s. Rosemary's Baby is widely regarded by many to be the best film of the Apartment trilogy. Um, it's certainly the most well-known. It's the one that gets the most attention. It's a great movie, in my opinion. I love how it kind of blurs the lines between fantasy and reality. Um, you know, it's a movie that's very masterfully directed. I think Mira Farrow does a great job in this film. And again, at the end of the movie, without going into spoilers, it would have been so easy to show something and they choose not to, leaving up to the audience's imagination. Um, I think Rosemary's Baby is just a classic psychological horror piece. Now, in the second spot here, there were two films jostling for the top spot. But in the second spot, it's Night of the Living Dead, released in 68. The zombie film that essentially started it all. This is the film that really set the template for the zombie genre to follow. Very low budget, a very kind of Twilight Zone aesthetic to it. The, the, the low budget black and white just adds to the film's atmosphere and creepiness, in my opinion. And it, it's an influential film. You know, uh, George A. Romero really kind of, you know, laid the conventions down, cemented the conventions in place with this movie for zombie films to follow. And it's one of the first horror films I ever saw, and it absolutely terrified me as a kid. Onto the number one spot, I'm sure anyone that knows me well knows probably what it was going to be from the get-go. And that is Psycho, released in 1960. Now, Psycho, I realise, is very much in the mould of a thriller. It's a thriller-slash-horror hybrid. Uh, this is, to me, like the granddaddy of contemporary horror films. Um, Psycho is a movie that kind of veered away from, you know, traditionally horror would be so, so accustomed to seeing aliens and monsters and psycho showed us that the human psyche is every bit as scary if not scarier than the monsters that we see on screen uh, psycho is incredibly well directed by alfred hitchcock obviously based on the 1959 novel by robert block it certainly without a doubt has one of the most iconic if not the most iconic scene in horror movie history of course with the shower scene um, beautifully accompanied by bernard herman's score 
it's just an iconic film, such an iconic movie. You know, everyone knows the twist now. It's very much become ingrained into popular culture. Uh, but to me, Psycho, without a doubt, one of my, not my favourite Hitchcock film, but it's certainly in my top three. Vertigo is probably my favourite Hitchcock movie, but Psycho is certainly high up there. And it's a film that he took risks on, certainly, because, you know, Hitchcock had established himself as a fantastic director and no studio wanted to touch his film. You know, that, that they felt like he could ruin his reputation for essentially making a horror movie. Um, so, yeah, that's my number one. So that's pretty much all I really wanted to talk about. Um, as I said, there's a lot of horror films from the 60s. Obviously, I haven't talked about. Um, but, yeah, if you're interested in telling me what your favourites are, um, certain film, maybe films I've missed that you would place in your top ten, uh, please feel free to comment. And uh, thanks a lot to everyone that listened. And I'll be back again soon to haunt you and torment you. And if you've liked what you've heard, please feel free to uh, subscribe to my channel. All, all, uh, all support is just massively appreciated. It means a lot. So uh, adios for now. And I'll be back again soon. Take care.